We're continuing in Psalm 37. As we read Psalm 37, I will be focusing on verses 7 through 9, but uh, I will be reading verses 1 through 9, or 1 through 8. This is the word of God. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. Father in heaven, we love your word and we praise you for it. And we pray that we would hear now what your word says to us, that we would be teachable. And so we commit our hearts to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Last week after we saw in verse 5, after committing our ways to the Lord, and the word there commit meant to roll these things off, off of us, onto the Lord who is sovereign and almighty. So after committing our ways to him and trusting in his promises to bring about his perfect will, we can rest. We can rest. And we should know a rest that is way beyond what the world knows, can even comprehend. And when we roll off our ways to the Lord and all our works uh, to the Lord, our thoughts and our plans, we saw last week, will be established. And he will sustain us. And he will then, we will then not be shaken. We will not be moved. He will give us strength and stability. And then in verse 7, here, we are told to rest in the Lord. Now, some versions translate that verb as be still. So rest, be still. And the meaning here is to be silent, really. To be silent, to not complain, to not uh, be upset, frustrated, but to find in the Lord our peace. So we're to be silent and find the Lord is our peace. We're to cease from defending ourselves, from working so hard to vindicate ourselves, but rather we're to trust in the Lord and that he will vindicate us as we wait for him to protect us. We're to wait patiently for him, it tells us here. In other words, we're to persevere in, by faith. as we, we do face hard things. In Psalm 62, in verse 5, David spoke to himself, and he did this in a number of psalms, but he spoke to himself, to his own soul, and he said, my soul, wait silently for God alone. Telling himself, wait silently for God alone. He had many reasons probably to not be silent. But he said to his soul, wait silently for God alone, for my expectation or my hope is from him. He's reminding himself, who is his hope? He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. And so, like David, we are to rest quietly. We are to rest in patience. Now, sometimes we must defend ourselves physically or legally, maybe, or in some other ways. Yet even then, our hope is is from him. And our salvation is from him. He is our rock and he is our defense. 
So we're to rest and we're to be calm or content. Uh, we're to be patient, knowing that he is for us in all of these things that come against us. And if God is for us, and he certainly is for us, his people, who can be against us? The wicked will not prevail. They cannot avoid his justice. And in Christ, to those who love God, all things work together for good, for our good and for his glory. And so we're commanded here, do not fret. We're twice in this short space. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. So we're told, don't fret. Don't stew about these things. Don't get frustrated or agitated, at least in a sinful way, or jealous even, certainly not that. We, we can and we should rest in the almighty, sovereign God to deal with the wicked. And we should always pray, and I believe pray quickly when we find ourselves fretting. And then it is less likely that we will fret for ourselves and as we rest in the Lord and we wait patiently for him. We won't worry, have anxiety about what we're facing or fret when others prosper while we have struggles. That they will maybe get away with bringing their wicked schemes to pass. We're just saying in Psalm 1 that the wicked will not prosper, but they're like the chaff that blows away in the wind. And then to further clarify what it means to not fret in this passage, what it looks like really, we are, in verse 8 it says, we are to cease from anger and we are to forsake wrath. So cease means to stop. So we're to stop anger, this kind of sinful anger. We're to cut it off. And then it says we're to forsake wrath. We're to put it off. Forsake it. The wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. James 1. It hinders growth, it hinders our growth in holiness and our growth in faith. And especially we are to cease anger at the Lord against his providence in our situations. We're to be angry at sin, certainly, especially at our own sin. And do I need to say anger at the Lord is sin? It is really not wise to be angry at the Lord our God. Anger at the Lord hurts you harms you, it's likely going to do the same to anyone around you. Anger is a powerful force. It's a powerful destructive force, probably most of the times that we express anger. It says here, do not fret. It only causes harm. It causes physical harm. It causes harm to your own heart, to your relationships. Charles Spurgeon said, anger anywhere is madness, the wrong kind. Anger anywhere is madness. Here it is aggravated insanity. Aggravated insanity. So fretting and this kind of anger only causes harm. It harms us and our relationships with others. One commentary called this kind fruitless discontent. It's fruitless. And so as we draw near to the Lord, as you draw near to the Lord, to this communion with him, and partake of this means of grace from him, if you, brothers and sisters, are dealing with anger at others, especially if you're dealing anger at the Lord for what you are facing, for what you have faced, confess that. And by faith, receive the grace that the Lord gives to us here that we might not waste our time fretting. Let's pray. 
Oh Lord, our hope indeed is from you and in you. And you only are our rock and our salvation. You are our defense. You are our stability. And Lord, we ask for forgiveness. If we have been fretting, have been angry in fact, and not waiting patiently for you, not resting, not recognizing your sovereignty and your will. Lord, may we be teachable as we face trials. May we learn as disciples how to walk by faith. And Lord, we are reminded at this table that your body was broken and your blood was shed for us. And through it all, you rested in God. And we thank you for your example to us in all things. And Lord, we praise you. We praise you, Lord God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, for your amazing grace poured out on us through the finished work of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we come to you now in his name. Amen.